This is Shaka Wartspeak. Hey, welcome to Shaka Wartspeak. I'm Gareth Blackwell, as always, alongside my co-host Ryan Letterio. What's up? And uh, you know, we're pretty excited. We've got some projects we've been doing lately, uh, and we're happy to talk. We're about always them. doing projects. We are, but I right. think we're we're. Uh, I, I had a professor back in the day. He said that you should be always be a shameless self promoter, and it always yeah. made me feel uncomfortable. Yep. So every once in a while, when we talk about the stuff we do, I'm I'm pretty pumped about it. Yeah. Agreed. Um, agreed. So we've got uh, because of some of those projects, and you may have seen them if you follow us on social media. But because of some of those projects, we've got our first sort of four person uh podcast today yeah this is the first time we've had uh, well kind uh, of second i mean technically yes yeah right because uh we did have a four week old yes uh that was here with outspoken uh, very outspoken but you know didn't didn't add as much to the conversation as perhaps our guests today will right so we've got we got some good folks uh who we're going to be talking to about about some things we're doing and so um Sounds like Santa Claus. Santa Claus. Yeah, oh. it's definitely not Santa Claus. Time out. Who's hey? Um, so one of our guests. This I, week which I, uh, is, just time out, boys. It's just uh, check out this new boom bap. Well, it's not really new. It's Ken, just Ken. You got to turn it down. Bottom line is, Ken, my Ken. boom box is like caffeine for the morning time. Can you turn the caffeine down? Okay, it's no problem. But it's just Christmas time. I figured this episode's yeah. focused on. Uh huh. I can't. Hear you hear you. that? No, nobody can hear anything. Run yet. DMC. Can, can you turn it? Can you? Can, can, can you? Can, can? Okay, sure. I'll turn it down. But understand something. Run was running things, and then DMC was standing for. Don't mess with Christmas. Ken, is that, uh-huh. you, is that you right? You did what I'm saying? Man, I you don't mess part, with Ken. it. You don't remove it from culture. Okay. Yeah, as a serious painter, I don't play around with the holiday season. It sticks. It stays. You dig? Hmm. Yeah, I dig. So I, I'm just excited to be here, boys, with the band. The uh, boys are back in town with the band. Okay, so so can nobody knows what you're band talk- of brothers. Nobody, uh, nobody knows what you're talking about. We gotta, we gotta get. You said you would help me get through the introduction. Um, so I'm gonna. Yeah, Ken, just wait. I know you're excited. We're excited right. with you. We're excited yes. to be playing. I just, I don't really understand. Listen, just hold tight. We're yeah, excited you're yeah. here, Ken. Yeah, yeah we got, we got this, Ken. Okay, um, okay. I, I, I just let me get a smoke. Okay. Okay. So, okay. So while while our uh, wonderful uh, guest takes a quick break, um, let me finish introducing <laughs> folks. So we got. Uh, if you haven't heard, we've got Ken Gilbertson. He's back with us. Uh, this is, uh, I guess, technically his is kind of a trifecta appearance. Um, Third so, time's a charm. Yes, it is. Um, but uh, even even more. Ex- I'm sorry, Ken, but even more excited for that. We've got uh, a fantastic friend who's been a great friend of Shocker Earth Space for a while, and also a great personal friend. Um, you know, because we. Uh, and this is something we make it a decade a long. Yeah. You know, contrib- like decade long. I don't know, 14 years of friendship, decade-long contributor, Mm, designer. mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I mean, you name it. Yeah, Yeah, all kinds of stuff. It's amazing, and he's had an integral part in the relationship with Ken uh, most recently. So we've got Michael Clapp. Hey, Michael, it's so good to have you here with us, dude. Um, And, uh, you know, I I probably want to spend a little time a week in Canada. Garrett, I just wanted to uh, let you boys know Cordy uh, is not going to be with us today. Oh, man. So, Cordy. Do you want to talk about that, Ken? No, I mean, I don't really have it. Listen, I don't have anything to say about it. I just figured the whole band can't can, be can here today, so I just figured I'd let it let it ride. Okay, so, uh, I mean, Ken, you're, you're, you're fantastic at leading conversations. Uh, I mean, I don't know, maybe leading conversations away sometimes as well, but uh, what, what do you think is, 
I, I would hate to derail this conversation too much. Uh, so I, I think we should work maybe with uh, your constraints because um, did I hear you say something earlier? You're not really going to be here the whole episode? No, I got, I got, listen, you understand. Y'all have seen what the circumference of my influence and habits uh, ought to, when you've been quarantined into my vision as I shared in an earlier episode, uh, that means that uh, people start to collaborate uh, with my ideas. If some of these ideas have been percolating for a good 20 years, uh-huh. uh, maybe 25 years, uh, going back to volume one. And I just I just think that uh, I'm just happy to be here, but I got stuff to do pretty quickly. Okay, so well, we're happy. KFC's got a discounted uh-huh. uh, bucket. Yes. I got to get a taste. Okay. Um, so it's, it's darn near lunchtime, boys. Let's be honest. Right. It's, uh, if you dig what I'm saying. Yeah, it's... It's lunchtime somewhere, right? That's a fact. Okay, so uh, I would... Uh, okay, cool. So, uh, again, like, we haven't fully introduced what uh, we're talking about, Ken. So let me just... If you want me to take a step back, uh, I can kind of... Yeah, Gareth, why don't you Why don't you say what... Yeah, like, we had the last episode, uh-huh. and yeah, yeah. we talked about the hatchback. Uh-huh, yep. And sprucing that up. Mm-hmm. Don't forget, we talked about uh, support me and all of my endeavors. Right, yeah, yeah. right, right. So, uh, so in that space, uh, let me just recount for everybody can kind of some of the conversations we have behind the scenes. Um, you know, you've got you got the hatchback. You want to get it fixed back up. You want to make sure that it's actually the best gallery it can be. And we agree with that. We understand. We think you know art should exist in so many different places in so many ways. It's got huge influence and, and importance throughout all the culture that we got. Nineteen ninety one. That's a great year. It's civic. Civic discourse. Uh-huh. Let me just let me just throw this one thing in, Garrett. Yes. Gloria just made the last payment. Gloria on the Honda. Wait, when? I think about a month ago. I got a I got I got a statement says the car is paid off. Did you fully mine? Did you have a mortgage on it? Yeah, I was just repaying payments on it. We leased it, leased to buy. Yeah. Yeah. So it finally finally she's mine. Tell you what, free and clear is a good place to be. Free and clear. Yes, it is. Clear, yeah. Clarity. Uh, so, Claritin. Mm-hmm. Yes. So, uh, on. Yep. So, we, uh, so you want to get the gallery going. It's paid for. That's fantastic. Good. Correct. To have. Um, so, uh, I, I think when it comes down to it, I will never apologize for my BMI. Oh, Why would you need to apologize, Ken? No. See, my, B, my BMI, it just it fluctuates only so much, especially over the holiday season. I, I tend to. Uh, round out uh, many great characters and contributors to culture, especially during Christmas. Round out during uh-huh. Christmas, if you if you dig what I'm saying. Yeah, I don't have a, a long beard, but I do deliver. So you're like you like Santa Claus. Deliver it. Like calling Santa Claus. I'd like to think that there's some kind of connection there as far as spirit generosity. I bring my brand of artistic <laughs> gift through clothed nudes. Uh-huh. And natural landscapes. Okay. Yeah. Okay, so I'm going to get through this real quick. All right, so you got the hatchback. You want to do some stuff with it to make the gallery better. Uh, let's see. What else can I throw in here real quick? Uh, oh, and to that end, we decided that we were going to enter into a project because you were super pumped about this. And when it came down to it, uh, it was a vision we could actually share. So um, do you do you want to talk talk about the project we did, Ken? I, I would try to without tearing up, to be okay. honest well, with hey, you Well, hey, you, if you can't finish, I'll step in for you. Okay, I, I just... Uh, I gotta get quiet for a bit because this uh, Christmas time was always a 
a seminal time in my life. I started smoking cigarettes when I was uh, 14. That's And yeah. bottom line is Johnny Mathis was playing in the background. And I just, uh, I felt like someday I'm going to produce, write, sing my own Christmas music. Now, that, that happened in 1992, just a year after getting the Civic. Can, can you get to your point? Me and Gloria put together an album, and she then refused to release it. And then she got a hold of it, burned it up. So I recorded it again without her. Burn, burned it up? Like, she put it in fire. She, like, she, she lit it on fire. It was a cassette tape. Literally caught it on Volume fire. one, that's a rap. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was a Christmas song about Christmas music. In the form of four songs on a, on a cassette tape. Uh-huh. Keg Gilbertson, Christmas Music, Volume One, That's a Rap. Okay. So that was, uh, wow, that was like almost 30 years ago. Is that right? I, I mean, I don't remember. Uh, well, well, you just said it. So, anyhow, the thing is, the bottom line is this. I decided that we needed to go ahead. We got this chemistry here, this brotherhood, uh-huh. this familial hood, mm-hmm. sisterhood. I mean, it's just a whole bunch of hoods coming together, yeah. car hoods, mm-hmm. hatchback hoods, to, to make to make something special for 2020. Because let's be honest, boys, it's been a hard year. That's the truth. It's been a really hard year. I've been stuck true, here true, by the James. True. Me and Cordy just sit there tired. I ain't painted. So we needed to make another album, Volume Two. So, so Volume One wasn't. Uh, so you're saying it was not actually released. I can't find it. To be honest with you, I think it's out there somewhere. Uh, when I go home, I'll dig around for it. But for now, we had to just go ahead and do Volume Two because you can't you can't go back and do Volume One once it's been done already. Okay. Yeah, I mean that's fair. All right. So to do Volume Two, uh, it was it was kind of a whirlwind. I'm not going to lie with you, Ken. Like uh, it was a. Uh, it, it it was it was quick like uh from from the time you told us to the time that the 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 tracks were mastered i mean how what was that like uh well yeah we didn't even have i mean i think we had i think um we talked to michael mm-hmm. and michael you started doing what like you started uh looking at composing some of the songs or like what the song structure should be i guess yeah we we went through it pretty quick yeah that's right yeah yeah i i mean i have never done anything like that it was like three weeks yeah 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 yeah. Uh so so it was quick but ken had you know ken you had some you have some good i gotta admit you got some good uh musical leanings like your interest in moody blues yeah that is that is right i mean some of these things bleed through merle haggard Uh yeah so i feel like but you could the thing i loved about it is that i appreciate uh, that you could just acknowledge that go ahead garrett uh yeah so the thing i was gonna say uh Ken, uh, is that, you know, uh, another thing is, uh, despite your various interests and things that you uh, deal with, Mm -hmm. you have some interest in some real solid kind of standards. I mean, I think that's the thing that people just fail to realize is I'm a connoisseur of aesthetic taste and value. Mm -hmm. And I think my robustness helps to bring robust richness to the table when it comes to creativity. And the whole mission of everything I've been doing is to just try to bring it over to everybody else. I'm not trying to hold on to it anymore. Now, here's the thing. My name growing up, little known fact about me, I'm going to go ahead and spruce up this podcast a little bit with a little bit of my own touch of flavor. 
Go for it. So my touch is, my name originally is Kentrell. Kentrell? Kentrell? Like... Kentrell. Kentrell Gilbertson. But I... Kind of sounds like chemtrails. You're hitting, on, you're hitting it on the head, Michael. I got tired of being called chemtrails. And I, like I said before, Kenny was taken because Kenny Rogers. That's not how names oh, work. Oh, God Ken. rest his soul. He's just such a beautiful man. Uh, that hair was inspirational for me. He actually passed away. I don't know if y'all are familiar with Kenny. But when Kenny died, then you had Kenny Loggins, which I didn't ever really care for. Mm-hmm. And so I had to hey, go with same Ken. Here. Same here, Ken. Because Contrail is not really a name that I had actually experienced apart from my parents calling yeah. me that. Yeah. So it's like when they were angry at you, they call you Contrail. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So the thing was, you, can't, you couldn't do a Contrail band presents. Didn't flow right. It had no flow style. Had no boom bap, no bit. And so I had to go with Ken Gilbertson band presents. That's a rap volume two, something you could ride to. Mm-hmm. And it needed to be correct. It's got to it's gotta have like some drag to it, some sound. It's got to fit well in the car. And it's got to enhance your visual perception of what you're seeing when you're driving over to the 7-Eleven to get you some taquitos. Mm-hmm. We're just not playing around anymore. It's time to bring Christmas joy to everybody as quickly as possible. That's why mm-hmm. I took three weeks. Yeah, I mean that's uh, you know I, I, we shared with a guest earlier, you know, said that this was kind of the the album that uh, twenty twenty needed but didn't deserve. Yeah, I actually I'm willing to say it's better than I thought it was going to be. I I'll mean, be honest, Ken. I, yeah, I think partly because of Michael saving us, largely. Yeah, yeah, I was going to say that. Yeah. Uh, you know, uh, Ken. You know, uh, apologies if this uh, if this gets at you in the wrong way. I'm not easily offended, boys. Okay, well I'll stop apologizing, I guess. But the uh, I think when it comes down to it. Um, you know, the, the beauty of like art really comes in like collaboration, you know? So like, even though, you know, Ken, you like to say that you enter a room before you actually do, um, your personality is very large. And you said, what'd you say? Robustness. Um, I also linger longer than I need to when I exit a room. Yeah. We've, we've caught that on that. I mean, I, I just, there's a lot of music out there that I'd like to sing and perform. And so the contrast is, you know, a lot of times you're boxed in, to are you a musician? Are you a you're you a guitarist? Are you uh, uh-huh. playing Atari? Or are you making paintings? And I've never seen those at odds with each other. I just think it's just something you do. It, it it's like the force with Ben Kenobi. We talks about permeating, binding things together. I've always felt like musicality just binds my body together, and then I make better music and better art. And so this this is the follow-up to 1992 smash hit that no one's heard yet. And if we find it, we'll bring it out. But uh, go, ahead, go ahead and tell them, boys. Tell them what, what happened when we got together and collaborated. I mean, it was, it was a lab without white coats, if you dig what I'm saying. And then there was oration, elaboration, collaboration. And then it comes together, and then something special happens. Yeah, yeah, I, I think so. Like, it was nice because I think that the the group of people that uh, we were able to assemble because of your idea, Ken, actually um, made a stronger piece than if it had just been, you know, uh, just what you were doing, you know? And I think that's the beauty of collaboration, right? We, we came together and there were ideas that none of us could have had on our own, but we were able to uh, to have, you know, separately. And 
Uh, let me let me ask you something real quick, yeah. Michael. What was it like working with someone like me for the first time? It was an experience for sure. Uh, Were you inspired? So, I mean, did it make you feel something special? It it was a challenge to capture all the energy in the room. Yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> yeah, there was a lot of energy in the room, a lot of laughter. It was. It, it, yeah, I mean, I would say something. It was a hugely joyful time. It was yeah, a lot it was of a good fun. Time. It was a lot of fun. I did have a, a good, good time. group of people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I, I would, all, I would all say all three weeks is a bit of an exaggeration, though. We had maybe a couple Saturdays and then one one long day. <laughs> yeah. By three weeks, we mean twelve hours. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, um, uh, that's kind know. of amazing. And then you had to learn a whole bunch of extra stuff last minute. Yeah. Right. That's yeah, right. Yeah. Some master classes. Yes. Trying to uh, learn how to mix and master on the fly. Yeah. What was the difference between the program? Like what was the, di- the program that was used? Um, I, I used logic to, okay. to record and, and do all the stuff. And I just haven't used it a ton. So yeah. to, you know, try and get this project done for, for everyone. For yeah. You can, um, but you also play guitar, lead guitar and, like helped us compose the music to get it tight, get it right. Yeah, that that wasn't as difficult because you know, the team everybody was really cool. And yeah, 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 yeah. Working towards the same goal, having fun. Yeah. What was it like listening to? I, I don't know about for you all, but for me, it definitely doing a Christmas album ahead of. Now I know Ken, you always listen to uh, Christmas music, but that's right. Most of us, I don't start listening to Christmas music until December. Yeah, it's and, the same for for me. Yeah, yes. having Christmas music in the house early yeah. was actually a, a good thing. Yeah, I think this year was a welcome thing for me. I'm usually man. a traditionalist. Yeah, yeah. not yeah, till yeah, after yeah. Thanksgiving, but it was it was great. Yeah, I don't. I just personally always have a little Christmas music all in the background uh, because it just it just helps me cope with uh, so many of the things I never got for Christmas. It, it keeps me always wanted, and it keeps me expected that someday I'm going to actually get what I want. Um, um, I don't know why I'm doing this, Ken, but what do you what do you mean? There's just things I've been looking. You know, it's like something that's just like a carrot in front of you that you just keep trying to eat, never catch. It just don't ever. It, it don't hit my tongue. It don't give me any taste sensations, and I just sit there waiting. For it. So Christmas is always about uh, anticipation of some arrival. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I just And so if I just keep playing it, it makes me feel like I'm actually where I need to be. Yeah, I feel that. Yeah, yeah. I think some of the best part of Christmas for me is the anticipation of the day coming and all the things that go with it. So I can I can understand what you're saying. Like, that's, that's nice. Do you, I mean, like, nothing in particular, though. I mean, it's just, I'm sorry, Ken. It just feels like you're saying something you're not actually I'm looking saying. for soul satisfaction if you dig what I'm saying. I'm looking yeah. for yeah. Uh, this makes sense to me as I make sense to you. And so I'm just trying to get that. So I figure we just get this band together. I mean, I felt like I've been playing with y'all for years. Wow, that's really nice. Even Kevin. though I just met you, which is just confirmation of why I moved from California to Virginia. Yeah, California, God rest his soul, is is on its last leg. And to be honest with you, the best art being made here in Richmond. And so I just wanted to be the wow. best. Now, here's the thing. Don't get it twisted. The best art was being made wherever I was making it. But then... Mm. Oh, I see what you're saying. Okay. But I brought I brought the inspiration to the city. Now, the city doesn't realize it yet, but it'll get it'll, it'll warm up to me in this album. 
And I think we got several albums to go with the Ken Gilbertson band. Yeah. yeah. I, I'm just feeling that record design, the composition. I mean, there's just so much appeal, I mean, so much soul satisfaction in this album. I can't really see anybody not loving it. I mean, the majority of the design is, is just your car. Like it's, I mean, like, which I get, let me guess, that's what you're, that's what you're getting at. It's my car on steroids. You, you see what I'm saying? It's, it's called coming together of designers and composers and photographers. That Nick Sykes eye is spectacular. Yes, and it is. And he understands how to make me look like I actually look. The car, he got, here, let me just, let me just break this down for you boys. 1977, Han Solo, Millennium Falcon. Star Wars? The Civic is my ship. It transports not just me, but other cargo. Mm -hmm. I'll smuggle cargo, I'll take the cargo, and I bring it wherever the car goes. You understand what Uh I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. And so in that, what we're talking about here is uh, bringing Christmas cheer, smuggling it in like Han Solo. I'm uh-huh. smuggling it in to your to your conscious, to the back of your mind, down into your soul bottom. Uh-huh. You know, strangely enough, I think I I think I get that. I Michael, I'm relieved to hear you say that because that's like the third thing you've said to me since I met you, and I've been scared of you to be honest with you because you're out there making the music and composing it, but I, you're always chuckling and looking away. I I don't understand it personally, but I really like that we made eye, eye contact right there. I felt a connection. I felt a connection I've only felt with Cordy. Um, Ken, are you tearing up right now? You get a little, dude. I've never seen you tear up before. uh, Yeah, I I just, I just, you understand something? This album was a dream come true. As, as a dream come true for me. Yeah, and uh, I just, okay, I just go. I'm gonna recover. Give me a second. No worries. No worries. But I, I would like to introduce this album to y'all. I think Holly Jolly is what I need. To spruce my soul up right this second. I was going to say, we need a little holly jolly right now, Ken. Things are getting a little heavy for you right now. Yeah. I'm just having Here's uh, a tissue. So, yeah. I should count. Hey, thank you, brother. That's just uh, I'm going to be okay. All right. So, uh, so Ken's going to take a second. He's going to compose himself. We're going to, uh, we're going to. Hey, we, we appreciate you, Ken. We're glad yeah. you're here, man. Totally. You're, you're a part dude. of the team now. I mean, dude. like, uh, Band of Brothers, man. We're, we're right. with you. Yeah. Right or down. And sisters. And uh, so, so, so here's what's up. Uh, so we're going to step away for a second, but what we're going to leave you with is a little taste of the album. And, uh, you know, world premiere, yeah. world premiere of Holly Jolly Christmas from the Ken Gilbertson band. I think you're going to love it. Take a listen. And when you come back, uh, hopefully Ken will be back together and we can get into the conversation of how this thing was actually made and start talking about the art and craft behind it. So uh, take a listen. <laughs> Oh, 
need any snow around, so I got some packing peanuts, put them on my front porch, and then me and Cordy, we just sat there and ate some taquitos. It was darn near Christmas for me. And it was hung where you could see somebody wants to eat some with me. Just call me up and we'll drive over and get you. Have a holly jolly Christmas. And in case you didn't hear. Oh by golly, have a holly jolly Christmas this year. Cause this year's been crazy. If you've if you've been around for two seconds, I haven't even been able to get out of the car. But I I'll get some presents delivered. I got a few landscape paints. So hopefully you enjoyed. In- yeah, I mean, I don't know how you don't. I mean, how do you like, not enjoy that? I, I don't know, because, I mean, already, like, uh, before Ken and the band, before we, I guess, got a hold of it, right? Yeah. All of us that were a part of it, um, it was already a good song. It was yep. one of those you just couldn't, you just couldn't help. Absolutely. Enjoy. It's one of my favorites, personally. Yeah. Um, and also, there's just something just, uh, you know, if, if I do say so, there's something just eruptive about yeah. the way that Ken sings it. It just, like... Plus, jumps kind of explodes on the scene. It does with yeah. joy. It does. Yeah. It almost it. sounds like um, Ken's me back in a second, but it almost sounds like Ken tripped over a bottle and caught himself. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like and caught himself, I, and that. It, but that set off against Rachel's vocals and mm-hmm. and the lead guitar and, and the jingle bells. Uh, Doctor Smacksmell now also <laughs> is a jingle bell. That's sleigh right. bell expert. Yeah, yeah, excuse me. It's the sleigh bells. Yeah, sleigh bells. Forgive me. You <laughs> rock those sleigh bells so hard, man. I didn't know you had that kind of rhythm in you. Uh, well, I, I, you know, and we can we can talk about this because yeah. I think this is something that is definitely a question uh, to to push to Michael. Because uh, I mean, one of the things about playing a rhythm instrument is that you need to have a discernible beat. Mm-hmm. Um, and 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 with Ken, what we got was a multitude of yeah. beats. We had uh, different tempos and competing times. Yeah. Um, so, Michael, what if you could just kind of give us like a, a a look into how you start to like craft and master tracks with people that could seemingly be bringing a lot of different types of creativity to the table? Like, what was what was what was hard about? Let's start with what was hard about mastering those tracks. Well, the good thing about Logic is that you can adjust the off timing <laughs> and bring everything. <laughs> Uh, back together again where it needs to be. But um, I think everyone kind of came around the joy that Ken had and exuded for the project. Yeah, I, I agree with that. Yeah, no, definitely. I think, you know, uh, if nothing else, Kim, Ken is a, a, a fantastic cheerleader for the things he believes in. Yeah, know? Ken, well, I feel like Michael, like everything else, I think you getting everything else on and all the, you know, Josh playing the drums. Cody Godwin playing the keys, uh, you know, Gareth on the sleigh bells, you on the guitar, Nick on the bass, um, Cordy on the, um, synth, the synth yeah, for that yeah. little bit. Yeah. Um, if you, y'all need to hear the whole album, it's definitely worth, you know, we'll talk about, you know, how yeah, you can yeah. get a hold of it. But, um, and then us all doing background vocals together. Um, that was fun. Yeah. Laura, Laura playing the, um, tambourine, mm-hmm. which is a lifelong dream of her. So like one thing I love is that Ken's, Ken's um, desires were generative to other people realizing goals and dreams they had because my wife's always wanted to play the tambourine. Laura's always wanted to play the tambourine on, on in some kind of musical form she with a band. It. She, she nailed it. it. She, she, she adjusted. Her wrist action was right. Her rhythm was on point. 
And so um, I feel like, you know, we found out that Rachel can whistle. Mm-hmm. That was incredible. Uh, incredible. So like yeah. all these like things percolated, popped up. But I will say that it's like everything was on to Ken's off. Yeah. Yeah. I you agree. know, it's a way, way yeah. to say it. Yeah. It's uh, they were anchors, the on anchors to Ken's off anchor. Yeah, so I had a professor back in the day who said that uh, design was 80% repetition and 20% a surprise. Um, and I feel like, you know, Ken maybe towed the line of like 30, 40% mm-hmm. surprise, but I think that he was definitely that for us, where it can be easy to think of music as very kind of like structured and rigid and organized yeah. um, and forget that there needs to be a little bit of that uh, that joy thrown in there, especially if you're in a space where you're trying to record something, you're under deadline, you only got yeah. a little time. Mm-hmm. Ken was definitely able to be that variable for us, I think, uh, in that space. And just remind us all like of the joy of creating. It's almost like we were just the black and white outline and he came in and put color all over it. Yeah. I mean, that's the weird thing about the guys. He's got confidence. Mm -hmm. I think he said something about that. He wanted to talk about confidence today just to step in and do things. But I told him we've talked about confidence in the past, but then he confidently told me that. (laughs) I don't think we're going to escape. I've never seen him choked up. He he, he went over to the restroom, but he'll be back. But um, yeah, so I mean, I think the, the album, I think there is an audacity to go ahead and just make something when no one's asking for it. Yeah. You know, um, how, how, how has that affected you guys? I'm just curious, like what, what's that done for you guys as far as thinking about what else you mm-hmm. can do or you got any, you got any thoughts about that? Any feelings? It's, it's motivated me for sure. How so? It came together so quick. Mm-hmm. Um, just from the idea being pitched and everyone just jumping in and doing it, being of the same mind and, uh, you know, just stretching me, learning things um, that, you know, I had to get done, didn't know before. Um, yeah, I, I've recorded some, you know, personal stuff in the back um, in, in my past. And, yeah. you know, I have a lot of stuff, clips and uh, parts of songs unfinished that I've been wanting to record for a long time. So it's uh, motivating me to go ahead and get some stuff down. Yeah, that's actually exciting because we've, I mean, you've, you've produced some awesome music just like in our it's like the way I, I show you a painting you've, you've sh- shared with me songs you're working on over the years. And I've always been a, a, a fan or really excited about what you do as far as your giftings. And we've sung and, you know, goofed around in the living room for many years too. So you, I mean, you've been doing it on multiple levels. You've, you, you did play in bands earlier in your, your life experience, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, what's the difference, man, between recording and, and it's just so people know, like Michael and his wife, Ashley turned their, um, their basement into a, um, you know, a little more of a recording studio and got some equipment. Michael already has drums set up in there and some other stuff, but definitely gave it a little bit of ambiance, got it right to step in there and play, had some Christmas lights up early. It was like end of October or something like that, I guess. Or (laughs) yeah. yeah, So it was like good, you know, and here we are, it's like already December or whatever, but Mm -hmm. um, what's it like though, in terms of recording, playing live, in front of people in, uh, in contrast to uh, recording in, in the way that we did, you know, is there, is there things that are markedly different in the experience? Yeah. I mean, you know, when you're recording, you get multiple takes mm-hmm. versus uh, playing live. And, you know, with a, some of our crew, we only needed one take. Mm-hmm. Like Josh, I think he was, he was a, a single take hero on pretty much every song yeah um but yeah i mean that that's a that's a big difference when something doesn't flow right you can go back and record it again so do you think the pressure in the live performance 
creates a different outcome because there's the pressure of there is no second shot? Uh, that's an interesting question. I think it varies because the energy in the room and the moment, depending on you know where you're playing, it and I guess the kind of music that you're playing, it may not matter if you if you hit a wrong note here or there, right? Um, because there's something else that's more the focus. But when you're recording, you want every every note to be on, so you do want to go back ideally and and make it right. Right. What's it like to consider because i've had to think about this now it's like i never really signed on to be a part of a band personally (laughs) yeah yeah, totally so ken is assuming that we are a band now because i mean that's the title it's like so (laughs) how are you guys what are you guys thinking about man like that's i mean with everything else we got going on i'm 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 trying to like in my mind understand like what it might be like to continue to make music with ken music's always been those things that i've absolutely loved i mean i think i shared before like both my parents are highly musical people most of the members of my family are musical people, but I am just not like mm-hmm. it, it hasn't been. And I think, you know, not that I couldn't, uh, it's just never been something that I've put the time toward. Yeah. Um, same so, here. Ironically, know, it's one of those things where I just feel like, you know, like, well, you know, can, how many times can you use me on some sleigh bells mm-hmm. or other general, you know, insert other percussive <laughs> device. Yeah. Um, but you know, I think like part of it is like at first when this whole idea was pitched and we were doing it, it was just like, oh, it's, it's hilarious. What a funny idea. Mm-hmm. And then Kim was like, no, for real though. Yeah. And I was like, oh. And I had to come to terms with the fact that this guy was proposing that we, because I stepped into it quick and easy. Mm-hmm. I was like, yeah, sure, let's do it. I'm always game. I mean, I tell you, Ryan, all the time, right? Like, what's what's my biggest character flaw? It's that I'm always like, yeah, let's do it. Well, yeah. <laughs> I got a problem with that. Let's do yeah, it. Let's go. I'm good with it. So, um, yeah, like I'm always willing to like step into something that sounds awesome. Um, but then I quickly realized that like I may have written some checks with my mouth that my time couldn't cash mm-hmm. because this is a dude who has uh, literally had a car that is a gallery for almost 30 years. Mm-hmm. And he asked me to be a part of a band. Yep. So that's I'm what like, I'm saying. I'm like, oh, God, this is the rest of my life. Yep. You know, so you've got like this variance from one to the other. Yeah. So that was, at least for me, it was like, okay. But what makes it exciting is I don't come across a lot of people that will step into things with that sort of intensity and be yeah. like, no, this is what it is, like, from now on. Yeah, he's not playing around. He it's, says that, but he's actually not joking around. Yeah, yeah, he, he actually, this has been, like, on his mind. So I'm, I'm kind of inspired by it. I'm a little unnerved by it. But um, it just depends, like, you know, if we start writing our own music. But I do think the album is much better than I expected. That's I mean, fantastic. I think it's much better. It's, like, really good. It is. And people are really enjoying it. And all walks of life, all ages, which is kind of amazing. Like, so where can we, where can we get this album? Like, where, where do we, you know, is, uh, I mean, dude, it's, it, it's everywhere. Like, uh, you know, we all got to kind of learn some things on the fly. Like you were talking about Michael, right? Like there are things that we just didn't fully know, you know, we didn't know that we signed up for all of these different things. Um, and so one of the things we kind of learned on the fly as a team is like what it looks like to put out cover songs legally. <laughs> Um, yes which was uh i think there was a night especially between the three of us here um you know tried to try to leave ken out of that conversation because I didn't, I didn't want him to feel like things nah, were kind ken's, of falling apart yeah, ken, but, ken's um, the visionary but he's not gonna deliver all the, the no so it was then. like you know uh at, at some moment uh i think it was you ryan just kind of had this epiphany where you're like oh crap we did covers like how we clear this um so uh 
in that whole I actually think it was then. Michael and Ashley. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. I think it was Ashley. Ashley brought it, I think it to it was me. Ashley, yeah. 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 <laughs> and, then, and then I asked about we, it. Yeah, so. and then I was like, oh, crap. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, did we just do all Nobody this thought of that. I was like, I don't want to tell Ken this. I think we were so, I think what happened was because it happened so quickly, and then it was like, well, um, this has been a crappy year, and, you know, and it's been blessings or little things underneath, but it's been a crappy year for a lot of folks. And it's like, maybe we should have the audacity to do something fun like this yeah, in the yeah, midst of all yeah. the seriousness. And so, um, I think we were so focused on, can we pull this off and what the heck does Ken really want and mean? Yeah. yeah like, yeah. and how's this guy going to sound singing? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And he sounds just like I thought he was. Oh, yeah. I mean, you can imagine <laughs> Also, you don't have to imagine. You just go listen to it. <laughs> just go listen to it. Yeah. <laughs> so I think, I think we were so wrapped up in like, can we even pull this off that we forgot about, this other issue. Yeah. So, you know, but in the, I think in the process, one of the great things that happened is, uh, some of the services we found that could help us clear like copyright stuff. Yep. Um, uh, actually like allowed for distribution to a number of places. So, um, you know, iTunes, Apple music, um, Spotify, Spotify, Pandora, YouTube, um, YouTube. Yeah, YouTube. Um, there's another one. Uh, uh, Amazon Music. Yeah, yeah. So it's pretty much anywhere you really listen to your music, like yeah. you're gonna find it. Like yep. we've covered the main like top five places for stuff to stream, um, but also you know we got a limited run of CDs made, which Ken insisted on. Wait, here comes Ken now. Okay, yeah. So hey, Ken, you you can come back in, man. We're still recording. Okay, I just uh, I'm sorry, boys. I had to use a restroom and uh, get myself together. No worries. Uh, so, so anyways, I just so where do you, where did you guys release the song and uh, the numbers are uh, chart topping. Oh, yeah, I mean, it's not how podcasts work works. Chart but, uh, topping, but yeah, it's. Uh, I think you know. I think people enjoyed it. We definitely enjoyed it. I always love hearing it. Uh, just to catch you up, Ken, where we were, we were just kind of talking about like uh, where the album is and what it's like. Oh, it's know. a beautiful album. I, I promise you that. Would you hear the harmonies between me and the band? Uh, the vocal vocalizations, uh, syncopate, syncopagio. Uh, come together in yeah. such a way that uh, you almost can't even tell uh, that uh, there's anybody there but me. I mean, it just sounds like mm. my brain turned out onto the world. Mm-hmm. I'm going to start getting teary out again because okay. the thing is, I've just been working on this in my mind for so many years. Uh, I, mean, I think it was great that we were able to really... My clap you. understood what I was doing. Uh-huh. Garrett, you started to catch it and I noticed your hips moving a little bit. And I listen, I wasn't trying to look at you inappropriately, but once you started moving those hips, I knew you were in. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm not gonna lie, Ken. I had a great time. I'm I'm not gonna lie. I love music. Um, and I think you add a uh let's say a certain I don't understand why you were wearing a backpack the whole time. I'll be honest with you, the backpack was throwing me yeah. off. I mean, but yeah. I just I, I I left the concessions on the table. It's like not buying the concessions, I left them there in the stands. Yeah, I, I don't even know. I don't know what you mean, Ken. Sometimes, um, but uh, to get back to the like, right before you were walking in, uh, what we were talking about was the fact that uh, in in twenty twenty, twenty twenty in twenty twenty, yep, we uh, release we are releasing CDs. Uh, so we are just getting at that's that. a dream come true for me. Everybody's trying to get past it, and I'm like, hey, CDs just got all the seed in the nineties, cool. and we haven't digested. All that a CD has yeah, I mean, to offer. I mean, for crying out loud, you just paid off your car. Well, how come CDs are going away? I, I mean, don't don't take away what my my sweet ride, my civic discourse. Don't take away its power to play music. 
Yeah. Uh, so uh, we got CDs, and is I mean, um, is it unfair for me to say the reason you wanted CDs is because you still have a CD player in your car? Here's the thing: I've always digested what's the best a little longer than the rest. Yeah. And so you know, I just. I just defied that I, I would I get into something, I get into it. Uh-huh. And I spent more time there than most. And so I become an authority by extension of my time spent doing it. So let's just say this. The record player went away, came back. I know what's gonna happen with CDs. We're ahead of the curve, boys. I mean, you know, I'm not I'm not gonna lie. You know what I you know what I saw last year, Ken? I saw people like selling like those C D player like Walkman again. That's what I'm trying to say. And then here's the thing: I'm not trying to make any CD jokes, okay? Uh huh. There's yeah, no D's. Just, yeah, there's we, no D's up here. Yeah, we don't need to. We don't need to go there's there. no CDs almonds. We don't need to go. We don't need to go there, Ken. CDs so pecans. The, uh, I'm not so making we, any jokes about, about nuts. About, you understand? About? Let's get um, let's get back, Ken. I never uh, understood Ken, those jokes, Ken. to be honest with you. I never really got into the D's nuts jokes. So, so Ken, uh, what? Uh, so okay, so see, uh, so compact discs. All right, we're gonna we're gonna talk. Thanks about for com- the clarification. We're gonna talk about compact discs. I thought they were called Christmas discs this whole time. No, no. Uh, civic discourse. See, you're missing my point. It's CD stands for civic discourse. So when you put the CD in the car, you're getting the discourse of nature of music, and then your body gyrates. You dig what I'm saying? Yeah. So when that Christmas spirit comes yeah. upon you, all of a sudden you move from Scrooge to Santa. Yeah. Okay. So, so, uh, compact discs. Uh, so I've been in your car, Ken, and, uh, you've got a, a pretty, I mean, the, the car has, uh, it's seen some better days. It smells like pine cone and fresh taquito. Yeah. I know. The thing about your car, though, is that one thing stands out to me in it, besides this, the pine, pine cone taquito smell. The thing that stands out the most to me, is that uh, you've left everything pristine, just as it was Cherry. back in the nineties? Cherry, except just, for yeah. okay, you've go got ahead. that you've got that CD player that is a little jarring, dude. Uh, so understand, so this is like a a time machine. So understand, I, when I left California, it was three hours earlier than when I got to uh, Virginia. And so the time it's, frames it's, change. It's like hot warp warp speed. In my mind, I'm like traveling. Me and Cordy, uh, we are on a mission to bring uh-huh. this this kind of gift in. Ken, and so that when Ken, that when Ken, that screen Ken. pops up, uh, I'm I'm targeting the Death Star of your heart with some joy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I mean, hey, you know what? I I I love uh, I love the way jangle bells jangle all the way. Oh, what fun it is to ride at the what tars tope and sleigh. That's just a little taste. That's a little taste of what my acapella abilities were driving across the country. You understand something? You don't get to that level of vocalization without practice. Alan Iverson talked about practice. Ken Gilbertson talks about practice. Mm-hmm. I practiced all the way here till I parked out in front of your boy's gallery. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, you know what? I, I think dashing got, through the snow. Yep. I think you've got some great. Tell uh, what tars tope and slay. I think you got some really good like vocal strength. Uh, that you know that your voice. I saw destroyed. your hips moving, Gareth. Michael, I could see you going back into the recesses of your mind. Your body cavity is recalling the experience. See, you're, you're you've you've been trapped or beamed in, 
and now you're feeling the experience like it just happened yesterday. Man. This is the power of art, folks. This is why I joined up with these boys here at Shaco Art Space because these boys here understand what it means to be corporate reality. What? Not corporate reality, but corporeal. Corporeal. Oh, cor- Bodies. corporeal. Corporeals. Not uh-huh. sergeants and generals, corporeals. You understand what I'm saying here? No, this ain't no military jive. This is real talk about real implications on uh-huh. uh, just the makeup of humanity. Uh-huh. Christmas music, compass discs, civil discourse, Christmas department stores, bringing tacky music, Christmas music to the table, and everybody loves it. Everybody drinks it like scotch and fine wine. Okay. Uh, I mean, well, but I, I mean, I would say in that, Ken, that's not very fair. Like, it's not, it, it's not tacky music. Like, I, I think there's a real sincerity to the to the stuff we made. I understand what you say. I, I agree with you. I think tacky is actually a positive qualifier. Oh, okay. I personally think that tackies are just a genre that's been neglected uh, because it doesn't really hit the high highs or the low lows. And so what I'm trying to do is burl my body mass index, burl lives. Let me burl stop there lives. for a second. Burl lives, God rest his soul, uh-huh. is a heavy influencer on my musicality and my understanding. If I could put burl lives together with Merle Haggard, I think I'd have a total total body workout for my vocal cords. And cool. that's what that's primo. That's cherry. Like Burl Haggard. Burl Haggard. That's Gareth, don't tease me like this, brother. I, I tell you what, that you are singing to me right now I, I, through I mean, propositions. I feel like we've hung out enough. I'm starting to figure out how your logic works. It's a simple logic that brings about complexity. But here's the thing. Uh, so tacky just needs to be imbued with the right quality, and all of a sudden we're talking about major, major uplifting, major overhaul. You don't need plastic surgery anymore because – uh, you don't want to not be able to smile and laugh. You see what I'm saying? Uh-huh. If you got plastic surgery, you can't listen to my album because it's going to make you smile, you're going to laugh, and then those plastic parts are going to cause your face not to move. And if your face can't move, you're going to look like the lead singer of Goo Goo Dolls. Goo Goo, yeah. Goo, Goo Dolls? Tick me off. I watched it look like Jason from uh, Friday the 13th. Better yet, he looked like he was not wearing a hockey mask. He looked like Mike Myers from Halloween. It's called Christmas. This guy's doing songs that don't even look like Christmas. His face don't look like Christmas. There's no joy. There's no music. There's no movement. When I smoke a cigarette, understand something. I smoke out the left side of my mouth. You dig what I'm saying? That means all the wrinkles on my left side are because I've been taking it in. But when you understand what my right side's doing, it's pushing it out. You dig what I'm saying? I I, I breathe through my eyelids. Ken, what do you mean? Um, so we were talking about this album, um, and it was, uh, y- you know, um, uh, Ken Physica. I'm gonna talk to Michael for a little bit. Uh, that's fine. I'm just, I'm just tired. Yeah, we're gonna. So we're gonna talk to Mike. Okay. So, um, so with everything Ken said, Michael, um, any of that, any of that, like stand out? Any of that, like, uh, reverberate with you in terms of the process that we went through for this album? Any of that make any sense? Well, yeah, and even more so, did Ken? How? Because Ken, you can stay quiet. Um, mm-hmm. How do you how do you work with an artist who's got a clear vision? How do you, you know what I mean? Like how do you how do you honor their vision, in in what Gareth asks? Like with stuff sticking out, it's it's tough. I'm I'm new, you know, brand new at doing this, and he's definitely a visionary. So I just try to uh, 
catch what he was throwing and and uh, make it as real as possible. I mean, did you yeah. ever? Did you ever? I, I'm curious about this because there were a few hours I wasn't able to be uh, with the rest of the band. But did you ever have times where you had to really just kind of? I don't know what the best way to put it is like uh, push back against Ken or maybe like set up some rails for Ken. I'm not sure you can push back against Ken. You just you provide the uh, the canvas and let him do his thing. You could push against me if if, if I'm like a soft chair. So I, I don't mind you leaning your head on my shoulders, provided it's just uh, two friends hanging out together. So, I, I mean, you can push on me a little bit. I, the BMI's there for more than just me. That's okay. why it's not called BMI. It's BMI. Yeah, like we am I. I could go with that. I could do, I could, I could do that. I'm telling you, Ken, we, we're spending too much time together, man. You're going to have to find someone else to park your car. We're going to start talking the same way. It's just not going to be great. Um, we only need I'd rather it be you than me. <laughs> well, I mean, I appreciate that, Ryan. It's so, so kind of you to l- yeah, allow me. I'm thankful that you're absorbing that cost. I mean, he's, can you be fun to hang out with, man? Like, uh, it really has been a pleasure. Uh, definitely uh, not what I expected the first time I talked to you, because the first time I talked to you, to be honest, I didn't want to talk to you again. Well, I've, I've cleared up the beef jerky issue. I don't, I don't actually eat it as much anymore. I've shifted over back to taquitos again, <laughs> boys. And, 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 come over. Come over and have a tailgate party with me, and we could. I'm going to head out now. Okay, uh, but come over, me and Cordy cook you up some taquitos, and uh, do listen to the album. I think everybody's going to be pleasantly surprised, and uh, I think it's. I think this album's here to stay. To be honest with you, yeah, I'm ready for number. I'm ready for volume three already. I already got a couple songs in the works. Oh, do you do you have any? Uh... Any sneak peek, or you want? To I don't have any lyrics for you, but the the titles are "I'm Too Tired to Decorate," yeah, and "Candy Cane Stain." Oh, well, I'm, I'm, looking, a, I'm just going to tease next year. That's a tease. Man, I'm 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 intrigued because this is this is some of the first I've heard of this, Ken. I know you've been working on some stuff, but um, well, hey, it's been great having you on, Ken. Um, Thank you, boys. I love you both dearly. Right, I'm not so sure about you. Uh, hmm. You were a little bit disrespectful to me oh, come today. On, Ken. Come on, Ken. This whole California thing, you got to get it sorted out, brother. You got to do your research on who the better painters are. Michael, I feel like we have a bond, and I'm, I'm just honored to be working with you. I'm looking forward to spending Christmas with you and your family this year. That little boy, Asher, might be playing the drums on my next album. I'll leave it there. It, it, well, hey, Michael, sounds <laughs> like you've got a guest for Christmas. It, it was good seeing you again, Ken. Okay, brothers, I'll see you all. Let's see you, buddy. Man. Yeah. Oh, all right, Ken. Okay, so, um, geez. Uh, I mean, that conversation could have been at least half as long I as I could it take, was. yeah. Um, I could take a break now. I can breathe a little bit. Yeah, dude. Uh, it's, uh, it, yeah, okay, so where do we want to go, dude? Uh, I feel like we were making some headway, but uh, I don't know. Ken gets sidetracked. Yeah. Um, now, uh, okay, so we talked about the album. We know where it is. Uh, oh, we we actually couldn't even get back to the idea of uh, compact discs. So we got some CDs. That's where else uh, folks can pick this up. We were yep. waiting for those to come in. So they are a very limited run. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and the thing with this special is edition, all of the proceeds from this album are going towards helping us restore Ken's hatchback gallery. Yep. Um, and you know, in case you haven't checked out um, 
some of the stuff we've talked about in the past with it, like the whole point of Hashback Gallery is that the the inside of it will look like a high end blue chip gallery. Mm-hmm. It is going to be finished out and specked out to the nines. Yep. Um, and the point is to kind of get a better look at the process and ways that artists actually go into making what they do by yeah. providing a very specific, interesting space where their work can live. For and all, yeah, also like. So- so in that space, like we will be able to work with artists that that um, maybe are committed to other galleries, yeah. or you know, um, in in you know, if we can, we're looking at making these episodic so that they'll be visual. Mm. Some of yeah. what you love about the podcast will be there, but they, these will be episodes that take take someone through the process of seeing a person's studio practice scaled into a relationship with the gallery, which could include being both in and outside of the gallery. We have uh, some artists that are already running through ideas that are really exciting. And so um, we think that there, you know, also the idea that the gallery can travel, travel places mm-hmm. and create what Ken, Ken calls uh, civic discourse. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, which, which may end up being the title of the, the, the show, we, the shows we do as mm-hmm. far as like a TV series or, you know, some kind of YouTube series. But so another way of creating exhibitions and bringing them to people. So that I mean, I think that's the part that we could get behind some of the yeah, that's insanity. That's the part that really interested me. Yeah, yeah. As much as as crazy as he is, the willingness to be open to letting us use the car yeah. and not just be, uh, you know, a transportation device for him to mm-hmm. kind of stack his art outside the car. I think this this opens up a whole different category, you know, for us. But the other thing I'm excited about is the potential for us to do more musical projects. I think visual arts. We've already talked about art and design a lot, but you know, um, we've had s- the importance of music even on something like our film, our documentary, The Builder, oh, yeah, um, with Johnny Utterbach, who's phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Um, and and just in the background, having Mike around, and you know, your your interest in music has has an influence on all of this, and and so it's got me thinking about us doing more music projects apart mm-hmm. from Ken. And possibly, yeah, it really is like yeah. it, you know, it's and and again, this goes back to stuff we've talked about for the last two years, which is like uh, the work that we do, like as makers, like it should be generative, yeah. And that's something that we found just you know through and through with this, like experientially, it's just been reinforced that the more things you do, the more ideas you come up with, the more stuff you want to do, the more yeah. people come around and the yep. more opportunities you see it's it's really uh fantastic it's beautiful and there's so much joy to just like open the door up for as many people as possible mm-hmm. even just thinking back to some of those saturday mornings like recording the album with ken like there were what a dozen of us shoved into mm-hmm. a a recording space yep right yeah. with good food yeah so it's like you know good lots food, of coffee lots of coffee hanging out oh my gosh that last recording session was about 14 hours and lots of coffee and then a turnaround yeah yeah, lots crazy. of food crammed in together and a lot of awkwardness learning to to work together. Yeah. But a clear of enough goal to kind of like make you go, oh gosh, this was fun. Like, I think that this is a goofy takeaway because I definitely will, will continue to watch things on like Netflix or, you know, whatever. But my mind was like, man, spend three hours practicing together or spend three hours on Netflix or spend three hours making something or like it just caused me to think about the way I use my time yeah. and go, whoa, like the fun of this album in just hearing other kids sing it, other adults that sing it, like friends from other parts of the United States that are like really already excited about it and, yeah. and like running with it. And um, it's interesting timing that, that Ken is kind of getting some of the, he's getting some of the attention I think that he wanted, not as a painter, ironically, but 
we'll see. We'll see what you know. We'll see what the future holds with him. Yeah, well, you know, I mean, like the whole <laughs> the whole discussion of like you know making an art and design is like this holistic pursuit. Like mm-hmm. it, you know, it, it makes sense to me that somebody who is as like vocal and uh, highly extroverted as Ken, mm-hmm. like why he would be able to to, to vibe in the lane of painting and music. Mm-hmm. You know. Um, but it's also nice because I don't know, maybe he's not here yet, but just my, my experience with him is that there's at least some space where he understands that he doesn't have it all. Yeah. I think he's I mean, right. He, he talks a lot about painting. I mean, he talks a pretty, pretty heavy game. Yeah. He does um, talk about also, I have not actually met Cordy. I don't know. So Cordy recorded those spots on the, on the album and sent them to Michael. Yeah. And I, did you ever talk to Cordy or was it just through email? Yeah, he just sent the clips in. Interesting. Yeah. And see, that's tough because I feel like, I mean, in the first episode, he kind of jumped down my throat a little bit. Yeah. The first I time we talked to him, where he was just like, I told you not to talk. And I was like, I don't even know who Cordy is. Yeah. So um, I will say, though, like, uh, we don't like, even have Cordy's last name on the album. No, you, Ken like, wouldn't all, give it. It's just Cordy. Yeah. Um, haven't met the whoever, whatever. Them. Um, yeah, I haven't met Cordy. Um, just had some, you know, interaction in terms of Ken talking about. Hey, hey, also, real fast, was Ken's name Cantrell? That's what he said. He said wow. Cantrell. I would never guess that, man. I've only Cantrell known Gilbertson. Cantrell Gilbertson. Yeah. Uh, I, I now, like, I hadn't even thought of this before, but now I'm like, what's the dude's middle name? That's what I'm wondering. Because, like, Cantrell Gilbertson. I've never heard the name lot. Cantrell. I feel like there was, like, a basketball player in the 90s or something. Yeah, maybe. Maybe he was named after Ken. It's it's a good name. I yeah, mean, it's interesting. If, if he keeps going with music, yeah, maybe you should bring it back. Yeah, you think so? Ooh. Control. Yeah, it could be like, uh, you know how Garth Brooks had that like weird album where he was the, uh, <laughs> the the dude with the soul patch and the yeah. dark, it was like the emo country album or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Maybe you got a Ken and a Control thing happening. <laughs> yeah, like maybe Control does like you know some other genre or something, man. Like because he's into hip hop. I, I was going to say, dude, uh, Control does some boom bap. Yeah, some boom bap or something, man. And they call him Chemtrails. Chemtrails, dude. It's a it's a pretty decent I thought he said Chemtrail, to be honest with you. <laughs> it's a pretty decent MC name. Yeah. I thought he was saying Chemtrails. And I did like like K I M. Yeah. Not like the things that uh, yeah. His uh, use of English is very associative. It's hard to track. Uh yeah. I mean I well, whatever. I don't know. We need to have this conversation. Anyway. Yeah, I don't want to talk about it. Yeah. I mean he's awesome. He's awesome. Like you yeah, guys. He's a good guy. He's, he's here's the thing. You keep thinking he's like going to be creepy or something, but he's actually like a pretty stand-up dude. Yeah, he just has certain awarenesses that are missing, and he's a little more—he's um, way more sincere. Oh, he's totally sincere, yeah. dude. The other day, his um, folly might be that he's too sincere. He, yeah, he mentioned something to me the other day, and like I would say, not necessarily sentimental, but he is able to really tap into like uh, how things matter. Yeah, you know, which I think is probably uh, comes from like such a long history of being a painter. Yeah. Um, but the other day, uh, we were talking about some stuff, and you know, he's got this love for taquitos, and so he asked me like what my favorite food was as a kid, because uh, he was like, he's like, you know, Ryan's always calling you snack smell. Like, what's the deal with that? And mm-hmm. I was like, well, you know, I, I like. I like snacks. Mm-hmm. And he's like, what, what was your favorite food as a kid? Like, what was your favorite thing? And I told him, and dude, like, straight up, next time I saw him, had some of it. That's and crazy. I was like, that's, that's like super nice. Like, yeah, you, you yeah, wouldn't yeah. guess it. Yep. But he's got a, he's got a, he's got like a warm, fantastic streak in him that, you know, just doesn't come across all the time. That's yeah. the thing that surprised me about the recording. Like, he seems like such an intense guy. You know, I just didn't know how the recording was going to go. Yeah. He, he would be all over everything. But, you know, he casted a vision for the team, mm-hmm. and he just let the players go to work. Yeah, yeah, it was surprising. It really was. He did eat a lot of candy. 
Yeah, he did. I mean, he a lot of Halloween candy. <laughs> There's not much about Ken that's by accident. Yeah. Um, he ate a ton. I mean, but it was good, you know, good timing to get some of that old Halloween candy out of the way, yep. you know, because otherwise, <laughs> Doctor Snacks might have been Um, so trying to veer away from that. Um, no, I think I mean like I don't, you know, I don't know what else we can really cover about yeah. uh, the album. Um, you know, because uh, I feel like you know it, it's it's hard to follow Ken. Yeah, it's hard to follow after Ken as well. Yeah. So, um, but we thank you for coming on, Michael. Yeah, definitely. Dude. Yeah, man, I enjoyed it. Yeah, yeah and uh, we, you here. know, we definitely uh, we'd love to have as, as these albums continue. We'd love to have you back to talk more about uh, your growing experience. Because um, I'm sure, like he has with us, now that you have uh, entered into the realm of Ken Gilbertson, you'll be getting a lot of. He'll requests. probably be coming to your house. Like the thing is, man, he probably will show up to your house for Christmas. Yeah, so I don't know what. You're yeah, I am. Um, he thinks your I son's gonna be that. gonna be a professional drummer for sure. I mean, dude, hey, I, I, hope I, so. I agree with Ken. I mean, yeah, that dude can he can hit, man. He's got an eye for talent, so I don't know, man. Yeah, yeah, he does. Yeah. So I mean, you know, hey, <laughs> set one extra place for Christmas. Yeah. Maybe we'll the thing with the yeah. taquitos is throwing me off a little bit. I love taquitos, dude. Not Ken, more than Taco Bell. But Kentrell Claus is coming to town. Yeah, Kentrell Claus. He's going to be there, dude. Yeah. Well, anyhow, do check out the album. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Check it on all the platforms. Um, yeah, we'll have some links in the show notes. Hey, and who knows? Maybe it. we'll have music from Mike Clapp at some point. Yeah, it'd be fantastic. That inspiration, that generative inspiration, man. Come I, back I don't on know. and talk about the album drop. Yeah, and we won't have Ken. It'll just be talking to you so about We'll it. have a conversation. Yeah, there won't be a Ken trail. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we're gonna have to start. Oh, that's a good one. Yes, Ken, it's coming for you, man. Oh, look, he's off on another Ken trail. <laughs> oh man, we love it. This is great. Uh, it's so, so good. Hey, as always, we really appreciate y'all. You're a fantastic audience. We love you so much. Uh, Buy check a out CD. All stuff, please do because uh, you're gonna you're gonna Just want give this. Give us thing. like ten bucks. Give us yeah. like ten bucks. So there's a little shipping. Pay for the cost. Yeah. Give it. Give the gallery a few bucks to actually put towards the. Uh, yeah, support a good cause. Yeah, support a good cause. It's a low, it's a low impact deal, and you know if we get enough support, we'll make we'll make more. We'll There's special press. edition, and we'll do a second press. No problem. But you know, help us out. Yeah. So we love y'all. Thank you so much for listening, and we will catch you next time. Later. You've been listening to Shaco Art Speak, a production of Shaco Art Space. We are an independent nonprofit art gallery in Richmond, Virginia. We can be found online at shacoartspace.com and in real life, an historic Shaco bottle.